You know I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Whatever it takes to. Jake is back on the Facebook Talk podcast today. He's been on the. You had a little run, Jake, of being on the uh, on the fantasy show, and now and now you're uh, now you're back here, Bird Jake. Jake, excited to be back home. Uh, yeah, I do love fantasy, but it is what it is. It, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. You're uh, you're you're back on here, but 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 it's a mailbag show today, which can only mean one thing. Oh. I, I, I we're sharing a brain right here. Oh, oh, my, my wolf. Portland, we love you. Um, yeah, so as, as mentioned, mailbag. It's a, just a general mailbag. We had uh, questions come in. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in their questions. We'll be answering those questions. And I got a quick peek at some of them, not all of them. Uh, I didn't write any of them down. I just have them up here. I'm just going to go through them all. So uh, some of them will be surprises. Some won't be. But uh, we have 10 questions that we are going to go through. And we're just going to answer them. And yeah, you're going to hear our answers. And we're going to have a nice little discussion. And this is going to be a nice, easy show um, to fill in for your early start of the work week this week. So before we get to the mailbag, death taxes, deep sleeper. Jake, what do you got on this Monday morning? What do you, what do you got for deep sleeper? Deep sleeper is availability. And there, there, there's a certain baseball team in the state of New York that gets to enjoy their ace taking the ball every fifth day. And one doesn't. I mean, that, that one that doesn't has two aces that won't be uh, touching the ball every, every fifth day for at least the next six to eight weeks. Could never be us. Nope. No, could never be us. Because guess what? There's a main, there's, there's a huge difference. Our New York Yankees actually like showing up for work. I mean, I, I could have told you that a guy that's nearing 40 will have injuries. I think it might have been one of the biggest locks of all time. I, I could have told and I could have told you that DeGrom not doing anything about his injuries last year. No, no surgeries, really, to really just keep putting band-aids on arm injuries that are recurring. Just wasn't a great idea just from past experience, I think. But Jake, but Jake, but Jake, Jake, how dare you? How dare you try and reason with with Mets fans? How, how, I, why even try? It, yeah, man. L F G M. That's that's all. That's all. That's all there is, man. That's and, all that matters. That's all that matters. It, uh, question, question for you though. Um, how long should we expect to not hear from uh, from Mets fans? For them to act like that there's no baseball going on. Um. It's now until I just don't see how they survive not handing the ball off to DeGrom or Scherzer for six to eight weeks. I, I, I mean, that division is really horrible, so maybe they will. But are they going to come back and be the same guy? Like, is, is DeGrom even going to pitch this year? Um, if I put money on it right now, I would say no. Man's looking for his cash at the end of this year, too. Yeah. He's looking for cash. And if he's not a hundred percent, why are you going out right. there to potentially get hurt again? And sure, we'll see. And, and another thing I would just like to shout out: the Yankees, when they, they get a lot of slack for paying people, right, big money, when they pay people three hundred million dollars, that 
I think they hit. Or trade for contracts that are worth $300 million. Yeah. I mean, I, our, guys, I think... our guys always pan out. Let me, yeah. I, mean, I just want to. Most of the time. I want to reason with Mets fans for, for a second. How's that Lindor contract? How's that looking right now? And if you if you look, his OPS has just gone down oh, every it, year. Yes, yes, and it's not like that. This should be this should be new. This should be new to anybody who follows the New York Mets or follows Francisco Lindor. His numbers have been trending down for the last couple of years. Not even even before he was with the New York Mets. So, hey, you're stuck. You're stuck with that for another eleven years. Good luck. Yeah, and they'll just say, "Oh, no problem." Like we we had the richest so, like. You know, you're not going to give everybody on the team a $300 million contract. That that's just not how it works. No, no, and they don't realize that. They don't. They, they, they don't realize that because they just assume. You know, they assume with the Yankees, oh, we're going to go and sign whomever we want. We're just going to have loads of 10-year, $300 million contracts all over the field because we're the New York Yankees. No, that's not how it works. You can only pay a select amount of guys that $300 million contract. Then you have to fill it in and be fucking smart. Paying Francisco Lindor 12 years, $275 million, or whatever the hell that, that number is, that's not smart. It wasn't smart then. It's not smart now. No. It was just to make a splash, and they, you can't buy. I get it. Uh, the teams have done it before. You can't really buy a championship, especially with baseball. You look at the champions from the last couple of years. It's just like the Dodgers, what do they have to show for all that spending? A, a, a bubble covid championship in a yep. shortened season yep right I, I mean baseball's not that kind of sport man especially with guys that are just one pitch away from getting hurt or you, you really never know with baseball guys could just fall off a cliff in the mm-hmm. span of a year it's not like football where you know quarterbacks in the prime of their career from you know 27 to like 33 it's it's not like that no, no, because I, I would even say, I don't know if you would agree with this, but I think out of out of the four major sports, I would say that baseball definitely seems like it has the most year-to-year volatility. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I would say so. We, we, not even not even debatable. Yeah. Say baseball, and I would say baseball and football, only because football, if you just find one guy, that being the quarterback, it can change in a heartbeat. Sure. Sure. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. I would say so. <laughs> I love seeing the New York Mets terrible. I, I really do. It's 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 quite incredible. <clears throat> it really is quite. It really is quite incredible. Okay. Uh, a deep sleeper for me. Um, cheating. Cheating is my deep sleeper of the week, and your boy Nick Saban. I know. Wow. Woo. This is one of the rare instances where I. Do not side with Nick Saban. How does Nick Saban and Alabama's PR teams feel over the last 24 hours? They've taken some shots. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. but Of course not. Yeah, I can't really side with Nick here. I I, I don't know what he's doing. I mean. So for those that are living under a rock and have no idea what I'm talking about, Nick Saban basically, and and I'm I'm not – not word for word, but basically insinuated that the programs at Jackson State, headed, of course, by Deion Sanders, and at Texas A&M, headed by Jimbo Fisher, uh, have been paying to have recruits come to their programs and to their university. And, um, yeah, 
that's um that's left two programs and two coaches very 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 unhappy and hey if they want to have just like a pay-per-view special of texas a&m versus alabama in a spring game and put it on (laughs) pay-per-view i'm down let's go that's I can't wait to see the matchup, but this is what I love about college football, right? We don't really have any rivalries like that anymore. Even Ohio State, Michigan, it, it's just the sizzle's not really there as it's been in in previous years, right? I, I don't um, think so personally. I would, I would say it's coming back just because I think Michigan is on the is on the come up again. But yeah, in but, recent years it's been very one sided. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't think that's really a huge rivalry. Um, Outside of that, USC, I mean, what, UCLA, who really cares? Oh, who really cares? The Pac-12 school. USC, Notre Dame, who really cares? No. Yeah. Who, like, in the SEC in particular, there's really no rivalry out there. And I think this is great. I personally. do too. I mean, I would say if there's like one rivalry in college football, that probably is the one. It's probably it, Ohio I'm, State, Michigan still. It's probably Ohio State, Michigan still. And I would even I would probably put Clemson, Alabama in there too is like an outer conference rivalry yeah, just because, that, just because of the success of the programs and how they meet um, in the national championships and then Georgia, Alabama as well, but not in the same division within the sec where they, don't, they only can meet in the national championship or in the sec championship. They, so that they kind of puts a damper on it a little bit. You have to put Alabama, Texas A&M in rivalry week. Oh, you have to, you have to. Now you do. Now you oh, absolutely, now absolutely do. do. I, I, that's, that's box office now. That, that's that's a wait. box office game. Oh, baby. Oh, and Jimbo's uh, played it, Nick Saban tough. Uh, he has. Oh, yeah. And if, if you needed to give Texas A&M any more incentive to uh, go out there and try and absolutely wipe the field with Alabama, well, guess what? Now they got it. Now, will it happen? Probably not, because this is this is still Alabama that we're, that we're talking about, and they reload, regroup, and refire their missiles better than anybody else in college football does year in year out. But Hey, you want, you want some artillery to use. If you're Texas A&M, bam, you got it. You don't need, you don't, if you're Jimbo Fisher, Hey, congratulations. You don't have to give a riveting team talk against Alabama for that entire week. You just got to show Nick Saban saying what he said and boom, there's the motivation for your team. I love it. It's banter. It's the free chaos. motivation. It is free motivation. Nick Saban just did Jimbo Fisher's job for him. Yeah, absolutely. And as for the Jackson State Deion Sanders thing, I, I want to say that I get it, but I kind of don't. Like I don't I, really I care. Don't, <laughs> yeah, I just don't get the whole Jackson State thing. Like I understand, I understand, you know, Deion Sanders. Um that whole appeal that he's trying to build a program that could be a national name without being a national name. But think, it's just kind of like, I think Dion's just waiting to take that Florida state job. That's going to open up. I think so. I think Any, so. Who knows when I definitely think so. I think Jackson state's kind of like a tune up just probably. to like get him some type of head coaching experience. And then Florida state will probably hire him. Right. And, and, and I mean, Hey, Deion Sanders walks into your living room that has some level of pull. Oh, as absolutely. Seen, as we've seen. You know, absolutely. You, and I'm not gonna sit here and say it. Deion Sanders is on the same level of recruiter as a Nick Saban, as an Urban Meyer was, or even as a Davo Sweeney is. But hey, Deion Sanders walks into your living room, like I just said, 
that's got some level of uh, of influence. Oh yeah. So especially for Florida State, I mean. Yeah, yeah. For a really, really decorated program like Florida State, he walks in there, and it's like, oh, okay, you know. And please, please, God, go to Florida State. That'd be that'd be lovely. That'd be some lovely stuff. And I think I and I think Dion could do it. Think so too. Only a matter of when, not if. Yes, it's a matter of when. When is the time right to do it? And hey, anybody associated with Florida State football, they would they wouldn't complain one bit because Dion is like is almost like God to them. Yeah. So it makes, well, it makes Dion no and maybe Jameis. That's the only other guy <laughs> I can compare in Florida State football. Our guy, our guy Jameis. What a, what a great guy. Love him. All right. Mailbag time. One to ten. I'm okay. going with number one for the number one spot in my heart. Number one, this is from Tyler. Jake, for the number one spot in your heart, where is Tyler from? Portland, Oregon. Just rolls off the tongue beautifully, and we love you, Portland. Oh, I love Portland. What a great place! I, I the people, the city, the there's the ambiance of Portland. It's it, it's just so beautiful. Love Portland. So Tyler from Portland, Oregon, our home. Tyler asks, not a sports question, but who is your favorite artist of all time? Wow, a loaded That's, question. That that is a, a very loaded question. You go first. Well, I mean, I don't have. I gotta think. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no reason to really uh, make me think too hard about this one. It's a guy who's had him worried right now, Mr. Kenny Chesney, who I will yeah. be seeing, who I will be seeing quite possibly three times this summer. A MetLife Stadium this summer. At, at the Link in Philly, at MetLife, and then at Gillette. I gotta find my. I wish I could go to the one I met. Life. I'm coming home from vacation that day. I can't go. I have to dude, find a way. Dude, go. Your best bet if you're if you're gonna go, go up to uh, go up to Gillette. Not Philly. Oh, at at, uh, at the link. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. The link. The link show. I think is in June. If I if I remember correctly. If I remember correctly, I, I think that shows in June. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I mean, the one and the one at MetLife is in August. I, I have to go with – I have to go it, – it's been, like, fairly recent because, like, I have to factor in recent activity. I have to go with my man Wayne, Wheezy, Lil Wayne. Hmm. Okay. That's a fair shout. Absolutely. That's a, that's a, that's a very safe pick. Yeah. Like, who doesn't love Wayne? I mean um, – not, I'm not his biggest fan, but then, but then again – uh, the, uh, the 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 hip hop rap game is not my uh, not my not my forte. No, no, it's easy. I would probably have to go with like Wayne. I gotta obviously have my man Marshall Mathers. Yeah, he's up there too. But I have to is go. That, Wayne. Is that is that Eminem? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making I'm just making sure. Yeah, Drizzy Drake. I mean, that's another one that's up there. Hmm. Yeah, I have to go Wayne still, even though okay. it's close. It's a good shout. That's a, that's a good shot. I could probably only name one Lil Wayne song, but that's okay. Oh, man. It's, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it's okay. Hey, hey, hey. You got to broaden your horizons, man. Like, I like I like country music, too. I, Believe you know. me, I've tried. I, I, my, favorite, I've tried. my favorite country singer, though, would have to be – I do like Kenny Chesney. I do. 
I would, have, I, I, would have go, I would have to go with Kane Brown, though. I like Kane Brown a well, lot. That's a good shout. No, that's a good shout. It's a safe I, saw him, I saw him in concert in January. It was a really good show, too. I've heard he's very good live. I've heard yeah, he's very, he is, very, very good live. He, I don't know if you heard the recent song lately, too. He came out with a single, like, last week. Uh, I think I, I think I did. What the, hell, what the hell's the name of it? Yeah, but, but it was good. I just If I just go right into my library, I'm, I'm sure it'll What uh, What it'll... is your favorite Kenny Chesney song, though? Oh, for fuck's sake. You can't do that to me. Um, Mine's easy. It's just like I think of it right away. Is it American Kids for you? No. Oh wow. Is it Boys of Fall? No, it's Summertime. Ah, that's a great shout. That's a great shout. Come on. Uh, hmm. I. It, it really depends on the day, and it really depends on, the, on my mood. Summertime is perfect around this time of year. It, it. It really is. You can only really listen to Summertime though between like April. And, and, and like August. August, yeah, yeah. Then like September to the rest, it it, it doesn't it doesn't it, feel the it same. doesn't have the same effect. No, uh, uh-uh, not at all. Um, my favorite Kenny song, I I, I really go back and forth because there's there's just so many that I could choose. Uh, I've said I think I've said it before on here, and I'll say it again. It, come over for me. Come yeah, I like that one too. A, come over for me as a bot. I mean that that is also Welcome to the Fishbowl is also my favorite. Uh, Kenny Chesney album. Side, side note, though, you hear uh, our guy Post Malone is coming out with an album soon. Yes. The single yes. was really bad. I really hope it's not like that. But The one that, that just came out or the one with uh, yeah. The Weeknd? No, no, the one that just came out. I think yeah, it was with... The uh, single's very bad. forgot who it was with. Um, it was with... Like Rowdy Rebel, I think. I think it might have been. Yeah, it was terrible. It was with... Hold on. I have it. I'm going to mute it so that way... Um, it was with Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich. I don't know why I said Roddy Rebel. I get them all. Yeah, Roddy Rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, yeah it, was it was terrible. not good. It's terrible. It was not good. I mean, hey, how about how about this one for our guy for our guy uh, uh, Posty? If you were to come out with a country album, oh, I no, would die. I, I, I even I said die. like I think him and Kane Brown would sound really good together. Yes, it's somebody lately. Because yes, Kane Brown, he, Kane Brown did that song with uh, Black Bear that I like a lot. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. He and he's always said, uh, Posty, that he wants to do a country album. That's the guy to do it with. Yeah, or or even if he does it by himself, or he wants to have a whole album that just has feature on feature on feature in it. Uh, like, uh, yeah. fine. The best, the best, the best Post Malone song. The best guy with Post Malone in a feature is not even close. Twenty One Savage. Come on. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good yeah, shout. That, that's definitely the best. I do like that young Doug. I hate young Doug, but Doug goes hard in that one post song. And I'm I'm also I'm also a uh, a, a weekend guy myself. And and the the song that he has in the new album with the with the weekend is is, is pretty good. Uh, no, no, I'm not a fan. I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fan. I'm not a fan. fan. Not a fan. All right, so numero uno, gone. All right, Next. let's go with number nine. Number nine, this is from Ryan. Ryan is from Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. All right. This is a this is this this is a me question. Okay. Ryan asks, Bird, who wins at double or nothing? Hangman or punk and thoughts on MJF on Long Island? So this is this is an AEW question. This is this I don't is fucking a, know the answer to this. Yes, this is this is a rest this is a wrestling question. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan, for uh, for, send, for sending your thoughts. I'll keep it, I'll keep it very brief. Um, who wins a double or nothing? Hangman or Punk? Uh, Punk wins. Punk wins the belt. Punk goes heel. He turn he turns on Hangman. We get a summer of Punk 2.0. Yes, please and thank you. 
uh, MJF on Long Island. The man is just unbelievable at what he does, and the fact that he is able to come onto Long Island and make an entire city heal while he is just an asshole across the country but loves everybody on Long Island is absolutely hysterical. I love it. It's amazing. I love MJF. Bless him. He's the salt of the earth, and Long Island, the most magical place in the world. What, what can you say? Love MJF. Love Long Island. Great guy. All right, one and nine. All right, uh, seven. Seven. This is from Nick. Jake, where's Nick from? Nick is from Las Vegas, Nevada. Becoming Nick our second. It's Nevada is also uh, creeping up there. It, it is. It is slow, slowly but surely. Nick has a romance question, believe it oh. or not. Okay. So I don't know why he's asking the love doctors here, but he is. Nick asks, do you guys recommend taking a date to a sports game? Depends where you are in your dating venture. And also, if you're like a diehard fan. Yep. If that makes sense. Yep. It, it, like there's a time and a place. Like I recommend if you want to go to a sporting event, I don't know where you're based out of, but like find like some cheap, like fool around, like the Long Island Ducks game. For instance, if you're a Long Island, like find some nonsense like that. If you're, you know, trying to make an impression or like if you're not a Met fan, go to the Mets game like that, like somewhere cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But don't go to like, God, I've had some memories. Don't don't go to like a playoff game with a girl. You're you just a girl in general, honestly. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't recommend that. But if it's like a baseball game where they play like 162 a year and it's not really a rivalry game, that's cool. I can't say it much better myself. It's like a first date sort of thing. The answer is hell no. But if, if you're like, you know, you've been seeing the girl for, for, for a while or, or guy, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Cause we, this is, this is 2022. So whatever, whatever floats your boat. And you're going to, you've been with this person for a couple months and you wanted to go to a, an event. Sure. If you're, if you've been with the person for a while and you've just been afraid to show your true colors at a sporting event, like I know I have, then I completely understand. Like I know I was with, this was my ex. I was with her for a year and a half. And it was a year in. And I was like, you know what? Let's go to a Ranger game. Let's, let's just do it. Took her to a Ranger game. And it's just a thing that the Ranger, the Rangers do during the national anthem. There's a part during the national anthem where it's, and the Rockets red glare. And for that entire line, the entire crowd is supposed to just go nuts and scream. Let's go Rangers. I did that. And I got hit so freaking hard because I was one of the first ones to do it. And she thought it was being disrespectful. And then everyone else just kind of chimed in. It was like, oh, that's like a thing. I'm like, yes, that's a thing. She's like, oh, I, I, I didn't get it. Like, so it's it just being, being mindful of what you're going to and what, what side do you really want your significant other to see in you? Because we all know, especially as, as, as guys, watching from home is one thing. Watching at home with your significant other is one thing, but actually being there shows a completely different side of you. And I think Jake, yep. you can agree with that. Yeah, sure. It, it, exactly. You turn into just a completely different creature. Like when I was there for the uh, Rangers playoff game, game two, there was a guy sitting a couple seats away from me with his either girlfriend or wife. I don't know. She had a pus on her face the entire time. And I was like, I literally just was sitting there. I'm saying to myself, I said to my buddy, I'm like, 
why the fuck did he bring her? Like, she's not having yeah. a fucking good time. Like, why? What, 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 what's the fucking point? Probably couldn't find anybody else to go with. <laughs> probably not. Probably That's probably not. why I've gotten stuck doing that too before. Oh, I, oh it's not God, fun. I have. I absolutely have. Like, I, yeah. and there, there were guys. There was a guy that we actually had met at that game who, whose girlfriend couldn't make the game because she was sick. And he was like, well, I'm fucking going. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I was like, dude, good for you. Come here. Good you come, you watch the game by yourself. She's fine. She can take it. She can take care of herself. Yeah. So the, the answer, the answer there, Nick, is depends on where you are in your relationship. And if you want your significant other to see that side of you. One, seven, nine are gone. Three. Three. This is from Lucas. Lucas is from Port Washington, New York. Shout out, Adam. Lucas asks a loaded, loaded, loaded question. He asks, who are your favorite players on your respective teams? That's uh, an easy one. Uh, it's an easy one for, for, for me, too. It's an easy one. I'm going to give a Ranger, too, for the uh, – the... I have been watching every game. I mean, okay. not last. I couldn't watch late, but I did see overtime. Unfortunately, I was working. You know, I met last night. Believe it or not, Jesse McCartney. I'll tell you about that off air. Oh yes, yes, I did. I did. I did see that that he was yeah. at the uh, at the par- at the Paramount last night. Yeah, I met him. Shout out Jesse McCartney. <laughs> he was a pretty nice guy too. I'm not gonna lie. Really, I like that. I like. I like. I like to hear that. Yeah. I like to hear that people are nice. He was a nice guy, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, back to the question. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll give my Arsenal one first. I'll give my Arsenal one first. Uh, Arsenal for me, it is uh, Bukayo Saka. Love him. Uh, the Yankees. Oh, for me? Yeah. That's Aaron Judge. I mean, come on. I would say Aaron Judge, but in the in the effort to be different, I'm going to go with DJ LeMahieu. I do love me some DJ. I would go I Garrett love- Cole if it wasn't Aaron. I do love Garrett Cole. Oh, I love Garrett Cole, too. I love Garrett Cole, too. It, there are a lot of guys who are very, very, very close for me. Um, but DJ LeMahieu, I do. I, I just love the way that he that he plays the game. Just very, very solid, very consistent. Not going to be do anything flashy. That's, that's that's the stuff I like. That That's the shit I like. But then, but of course, Aaron Judge, soft, soft spot in my heart. Um, hopefully, hopefully the answer to this question in two months time will be Juan Soto. Maybe. Wink, wink. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? If George was here. <laughs> oh, 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 if George was here, that deal would have been done fucking months ago. Uh, okay, so the Yankees are done. Hold on. I'm just going to write these down just because so I can keep track of this. Uh, let's do NBA. So Nets for you, Knicks for me. As if I have one for the goddamn Knicks. It's not, is it Evan Fournier? It might be the guy who's uh, uh, serving popcorn in Section 104. Uh, for the Knicks, for me. Oh God, Kemba Walker, um, Emmanuel quickly. IQ, not RJ. Mm. No, wait a minute. What happened to Julius Randle? Fuck Julius Randle. Fuck him. Oh, now I'm getting angry. Now I'm we, getting angry. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when I talk about the fucking Knicks. They just get me aggravated. Eleventh overall pick in the NBA lottery. Uh. We, we, First guy from Kentucky to the Knicks? Uh, confirmed. 
confirmed. I want. I wonder if Coach Cal is going to uh, going to assist in the uh, in the scouting process. Oh, Nets for me though. Come on, this is that even a question? Okay. Yeah, which one? Which you know one who he is. is. Yeah, Ben Simmons, of course. <laughs> I think Ben Simmons is going to have a good year next year, but I'm going with Kevin Durant, of course. Yeah, of it's my course. favorite player in general in anything. Of course. of course, that's that. That's that's an easy one. Uh, okay, so let's go to the NFL. Let's do Cowboys and Jets. I got to think about this one. Wow. Yeah, I got to think about this one as well. So let's let's save the Cowboys and Jets, and let's go let's go to the Rangers. Let's go to the Rangers. This one I have to think about too. Mine's easy, Kreider. Oh, okay, that's a good shout. That's Should good be the shout. captain too. I mean, what the hell is that? They uh, can't give the guy captain. the C. That is my captain. That is that's a fair point. Um, I'm gonna go with bread. I'll go with bread. Artemi. I, I showed do, up I for do. showed up for a minute of yeah. <laughs> the entire last series. Yeah, most hey, most most sits of the season. In, in Igor Rangers though. History. I, I do love me. The thing with Igor is, though, I can't gravitate to Igor the way I did Henrik Lundqvist. Fair. Fair. I'm also changing my answer. I'm also changing my answer. I love Artemi. But my king, my child, my children, Capococco, Filipino, Alexi Lafreniere, I can't choose between the three. I'm going with the children. I am breaking the rule. I am going for the children. Even though Capococco could have won us the game uh, last night. And no, he did not lose us the game despite what you heard on Wednesday's episode. That was a heated reaction. He did not lose us the game. He could have won us the game, but he didn't lose us the game. There's a big difference. There's a very big difference. So I'm going with the children. I I, I love my children. Capococco, Filipino, and Lexi Lafreniere. All right, so we have to go back to the Cowboys and the Jets. Yeah, well, UFC though is that, do we have to think about that one? Oh, we could do UFC. Yeah, we can. We I mean, can, Conor McGregor. I mean, uh, yeah, mine's Conor. Yeah, mine's Conor as well. Um, and I mean, if we're gonna do UFC, we we could do golf, and of course, of course, <laughs> of course, mine is. Mine. I mean, who else would mine be? Come on now, silly, silly. No, Tiger, Tiger, love you, love Tiger. Even though you had a really bad weekend, I think, I think. Please win, Tiger. Uh, okay, back to the NFL. Cowboy, Cowboys and Jets. Yours has to be Dak. No. I love Z- Dak. I love Dak, but Dak is not mine. CD? No. Michael Parsons? Nope. Is it just Tony Romo, even though we, even though he's a guy? Nope. No, it's active, active player. Active player. CD, Dak... It's not. It's it, it's someone offense, not, offense or defense. Offense, offense. Zeke, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna believe it when I say it, but it's the, it's Tyron the, Smith. Nope. Michael Gallup. Nope. Dalton Schultz. Nope. Oh, I do love Dalton Schultz though. Michael Gallup, Tyron Smith. You're Zach Martin. To, Zach Martin. Yep. I can't really like pinpoint a jet. It might be Sauce Gardner at the end of this year, to be honest with you. But I, I would say it's a very, very, very good shout. I can't go with the personally, guy. Personally, I, I do like him. I can't go with the guy who hasn't played yet. It's very fair. This is tough, man. I, is this a cop-out answer? I mean, he's not really like the – I mean, now – I love Michael Carter, man. That's not a cop-out answer. I, I really love Michael Carter. Like, I no, really I hope- just – 
I just said the children were my favorite for the Rangers. So I yeah, that's a cop out answer. I, I, I have to go with Michael Carter as of right now because I, I truly think that he's still going to be. I think it's going to be a one A one B situation. I, I I really do. Like it sucks that we drafted Brees Hall. Kind of. I guess it's good for the team, but. I really thought Michael I, – I still think it. I mean, it could still happen. I really thought Michael Carter was a steal last year. I don't know why they really thought they needed a running back in the second round, but – Why couldn't Brees Hall just go to the fucking Texans for the sake of my fantasy sanity? Like, for fuck's sake. Now, now it's just a mess. Now it's a fucking disaster. Thanks. Thanks to your fucking team. Unbelievable. One, three, seven, nine. Argon. Two. Two, this is from John. John is from Athens, Greece. International podcast. John asks, what are your favorite sports memories? So I'll just say one. So the best sports memory that we have. Easy for me. 2009 right, World Series. Yeah. I, just for the sake of being different, has to be when the Jets went to Foxborough and beat the Patriots. Yep. That, uh, that, if if you weren't going to say 2009 World Series, that that is the that is the answer. Yeah, I mean that is that is the answer for a Jets fan because that was really the the only Super Bowl that you've seen in your lifetime thus far. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Adam, if you, Adam Adam yeah, gets I mean, offended you, when you, I say that, but it, it, it's yeah, the truth. It's the truth. I mean, that was a great that was a great team. It was, it was. If only, uh, if only you showed up for uh, three quarters against the Steelers. I know. Fourth quarter, you did. Fourth quarter, you realized that there was a football game to be played. And I hey, know. Yeah. They just needed one more drive. Yep, they needed one more drive. All right, so we have four, five, six, eight, and ten are available. Ten. Ten. This is from Michael. Jake, where's Michael from? Beverly Hills, California. Oh. Shout out to nine zero two one zero. Love 90210. What a great program. Michael asks, what are your favorite and least favorite things about long living on Long Island? <laughs> and if you were to leave Long Island to live in one place, oh, it's where easy. would it be? Oh, very easy for me. Yeah, for, very the, easy the, for the me. Fir- the first answer to that question, where I would go, is Florida, number one. Mm. It's not right. even like – I, Yeah. They were very different. We're very different on Florida. I, 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 for me, I just think Florida is where people go to die. I love Florida. I, I really wish I lived in Florida. Unfortunately, I can't right now. But you know, maybe one day down the line, who knows? But Florida for me, I mean, my my favorite thing about Long Island is definitely the pizza and the bagels. Mm. Definitely the best you'll find. Least favorite, it's easily the traffic on the LIE. Oh, oh, how about the Southern State? So the, any traffic in general after 5 o'clock or Good 5 luck. o'clock and beyond. Good luck. And also on Sunday. It's just awful. Sunday Sunday going west. Good it's, luck. It's just awful and unbearable. Yep, I'm not going to add anything to the favorite and least favorite part, but I will I will say uh, where would I go? Uh, Montana. Okay, that's, well, that's uh, just – bizarre but no see i i've been to montana you can't you can't you can't talk shit until you've been there montana is gorgeous well you like outdoors right um i do but i also like i also like the isolation i also like being Uh, away from people i think florida though there's no sun like florida in the entire u.s just something about it fair fair like if i were to go some somewhere you know hot I would probably go to like, 
I would go someplace warm. I would go to like Italy. And I would, they're also I would, rent. I would say like like Lake. I would live on Lake Como. Yeah, it's, I, I'm fine with that. I would the be lead. named. I would be named George Clooney. Sure. The leadership in Florida too. I'm just saying. True. True. Great. Great point. Great point. Four, five, six, and eight are left. Five. Five. This is from John. John is from uh, Akron, Ohio. Why not? Uh, John asks, I'm going to pull this up. Oh, okay. What is your most controversial sports opinion? There's a lot of them. <laughs> yes, there are. I, I need to get like, just give one. I, he wants the most controversial. I got to think about this one. I'll give you um, mine. I'll give you mine while you think. Go ahead. Because I, I, I have mine. I have mine that I don't know if you will view it as controversial, but I know there will, there are people who will find this to be controversial given who it is. Um, Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. I, see, I don't think that's controversial. It's, okay. That's what I said. I think Mike I Trout. Think I, I personally, controversial. no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's controversial. I mean, I, I kind of agree with that. I think it could be Trout, but like I, mean, I know, but, I know for a fact because I've had this conversation with Adam before. Adam vehemently agree. Uh, disagrees. No, I, I definitely agree. It's either him or Trout. Only because Trout's more of like yep. a five-tool player. Fair, fair. I'm still going to go with Bonds because Bonds, Bonds didn't need the steroids to be a, a ridiculous baseball player. He, he just didn't. And he should be in the Hall of Fame for what it's worth. All right. I got to think about my. All right. We're going outside like the realm. Well, I'll give you a UFC hot take. Okay. Connor McGregor. How do I know this is going to be about Connor? If a rematch ever happened between Habib Nurmagomedov and Connor McGregor, Connor McGregor would knock that guy to the upper deck. Of the arena, he probably would. Like, I, I could even expand upon that. If Conor McGregor fights Usman, Conor McGregor would win. I think that's even more controversial. That's very but, controversial because the fake news about Usman—he can be beaten. He absolutely can be beaten. Yeah, I think. Usman and, and if can you really want to get really more controversial, with Usman, I think Colby Covington won the last fight between Usman and Colby Covington in I November. Completely agree. I had a I had a three two Colby Covington like the, sorry the Usman McGregor take you kind of lose me a little bit no but McGregor will knock that guy Usman if Usman like tries wrestling with him okay maybe I could see Connor having a problem but I could see Usman being like yeah I want to knock this guy out and like make it Usman cannot stand up with Connor McGregor no way okay do we do we have any guesses as to when we're going to see when we're going to see Connor next it's not looking like we're going to see him at all this year. Okay. The thing is, Connor's not going to fight at 170. I think that's all nonsense. I think if he fights at 170, it'll be kind of like a tune-up fight before he gets down to 55 again. Um, I think we'll see Connor. Here's a hot take. I think we see McGregor in October against Dan Hooker at 170 pounds. Okay. As, okay. as a tune-up fight for, for McGregor. He needs a victory. Dan Hooker uh, would probably take that fight. I, not probably. will take that fight. Yeah, he I would take that fight. The UFC wants to see McGregor win again. I think Connor had the right idea with, with Cowboy Cerrone at 170 for his 2020 return. It just COVID happened and it kind of derailed the whole. You had 
2020 was a shit year for really, really shit year for, for fighting fans. Right. We yeah. had McGregor come back and win, look dominant. We had the rematch all set up between McGregor and Khabib. They were going to fight. And they were going to be the UFC uh, ultimate fighter coaches. We had that whole thing lined up and it just did not. We had McGregor Diaz three, two potentially that year. It just sucked. But I, I think, I think it's uh, October is when we see Conor McGregor in the octagon again. Four, six, and eight are left. Six. Six. This is from Will. Jake, where's Will from? Will is from Salt Lake City, Utah. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Actually, a personal question pertaining to this podcast. We are going to learn a lot about each other right about now. And perhaps our listeners are going to learn a lot about us right now as well. Will asks... Out of all the shows that you guys do on BTP, which is your favorite and why? The mailbag, fantasy mailbag. That was mine. That was mine. Yeah, fantasy mailbag. That that, that is that is most certainly mine. I love I love doing the Saturday mailbag. I love it. Yeah. That that you don't know that already by now. I, I'm shocked that that even needed to be a question. Must be a new listener. Must be. The mailbag is a great time. The Saturday mailbags I live for. That in Portland, Oregon. Of course. What else gets me up out of bed every morning? Not much else. I'll tell you that right now. I, I, I live, live for the fantasy mailbags. They are the best show that I do. And I do a ton of shows during the week. The Saturday mailbag on BTPFS makes my life. I love it. And Portland, Oregon. And Portland. Well, Portland, Oregon is my heart. I mean, come on. Portland, Oregon is just a fantastic place. Four and eight. 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 This is from Christopher. Uh, Christopher is from Newark, New Jersey. This is Chrissy Moltisanti. Chrissy asks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Chrissy asks, if you could give up one, never have sex again, or never watch sports again. I've seen this question asked like a trillion times. Which would you choose? I mean, I can't live without sports, man. <laughs> I can't either. I can't either. One one lasts forever and the other doesn't last forever. I hate to break down the human anatomy of things, but... Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I ideally you probably have a twenty to twenty-five year period where you're at peak performance of one. You can go your entire life with the other. So I, I'll I'll never I'll never do the dirty work. I'll sit I'll just sit back, relax, and I'll watch my Rangers for the for the rest of my life and and, and that's just kind of it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the short answer there yeah i, I mean yeah I, I don't think it's nothing it's anything controversial at all I, I i give me my sports please like because part of the part of the problem is too it's like depending on where depending on where you are and who you associate yourself with but most people aren't like going into work the next day and talk and talking about the the the, the uh the, the woman that they banged the night before most people are going to the water cooler the next day and they're talking about, hey, did you see that? 
You see that Ranger game last night? And they're talking shit about the Ranger game. You don't want to be that schmuck that's not, that's not participating because you, you opted to fuck for the remainder of your days instead of watching sports. Like, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. It's the sports. A hundred percent, please. Anybody, anybody who, who would choose a sex as a child. Uh, and the last one, this is from Brian. Jake, where's Brian from? Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Ooh, ooh. We have, I think we've had some Delaware representation. They're back. They're oh, here, rather. So back. So back. Brian asks, if you had to be a fan of one of your rival teams, who would it be? That's an easy one for me. <laughs> I know I, I it's the Patriots for you. Oh, I mean, of course. What are you crazy? When are they ever going to have a bad team? Yeah, it's true. It's true. For me, it's a lot more difficult. It's a lot more difficult. Well, who's the next big rival? The Nets. The Nets. I wouldn't I wouldn't be a Nets fan. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm it's sorry. Pretty, I, it's I, pretty I, fun. I wouldn't be a Nets fan. <laughs> just just because I I hate Kyrie Irving way too much. So I can't, I can't be a Nets fan. Oh, I he's one of those. It. He's one of those guys though. If you're a fan, of, if you're, if he's on your side, you love him. Yeah. No, not for me. Ah. Okay. All right. Um, Manchester United. I don't know shit about that. Yeah. I'll take Manchester United because they have, they have Ronaldo and I love me my Ronaldo. I love me my Ronaldo. So yeah. I, I would pick, I would pick Manchester United because they've also had, they've also had uh, success uh, as well. And I know people, people are saying, people are screaming through this right now saying, Oh, but, but Tottenham is really your rival. It's not Manchester United. Fuck Tottenham. I don't, they don't, they don't get any fucking appreciation from me. They need the fucking referees to win the matches. Fuck them. Okay. That is it for this mailbag. That's it for BTP. Short one this week. Short one this week. We will be back later in the week with a Basement Talk Podcast fantasy show. We'll be looking at the worst values in drafts right now. If you missed the most recent Basement Talk Podcast fantasy show, Adam and I did a mock draft on Wednesday night. And then Jake and I did our best values last week and on Monday of last week. So definitely go check those out. And yeah, that's it. For Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Love you guys. Bye bye.